from their secret lair on the back lot of an abandoned theme park in the heart of the New York of the South. They spring into action whenever an unwanted opinion is needed. This is Two Dudes on a Backlot. Now, here's your hosts, R.L. Sutton and Harvey. We are Two Dudes on a Backlot. My man, R.L. Sutton. That's me. I'm Harvey. We got something to say, but no one asked. Today, this is going to be a two-parter. This episode, the first part, we're going to talk about Back to the Future and how we would go about if my partner in crime, R.L. Sutton, and myself, Harvey, were to remake Back to the Future. So in this episode, we're going to talk about what we love about the movie, whatever thoughts about the movie, and how we would put our own original spin, that's the key word, original, to Back to the Future. R.L., break it down for me, brother. Recently... Michael J. Fox was speaking about there being a reboot of the Back to the Future, and he doesn't feel that it needs to happen. His words were, reboot doesn't need to exist. What do you want? How would you do it? His whole thing was there was no way to come at making Back to the Future, remaking the movie, but in the end, he's got his money, so he doesn't really care. How are you going to make the film better was his, his whole point of view. So... Going at it that way, let's say you're Universal because Universal needs some hits and you're going to make Back to the Future. What's the first thing that comes to mind? What would you do, Harvey? First, just to get it off my um, manly, hairy chest, (laughs) I agree with Mr. Fox. Um, Not only is he right in how can you make it better, but also what is he? He is the first Marty McFly. He will always be the first Marty McFly. So if they go the route of Terminator and other franchises that they've tried to remake and reboot over and over and over again, he will be the one that people will adore. He will be the one that everybody remembers. Now, since the episode is about remaking it, the way I would go about doing it is starting with Michael J. Fox. One of the key elements of that movie was and is his likability, his charisma. So you have to find an actor that at least matches that charisma. I don't know who we would who we would pick, but what I would do, the one thing I would make sure to do is I'm not going to try to pick whoever's the cutest face or the popular, you know, kid actor that can pull off a high school role. I would kind of do like George Lucas used to do, and he preferred to do with you know, his earlier movies and cast unknowns. So I would do like a mass casting, you know, search to find an actor that could bare minimum match his charisma, which is pretty hard. Or you could find somebody that's just more charismatic that could put their spin on it. But you have to find a set of actors that can match the charisma of the cast because everybody from, You know, Leah Thompson playing his mom to Crispin Glover and Biff. It's a great cast. It's a phenomenally casted movie. So you got to get a cast that has the charisma and the acting chops to be able to pull off what they did some 40-something years ago. Now, I do agree with you that I did come up with a name that I felt like had a... that reminds me of a Michael J. Fox... And that was the kid that Tom, Tom Holland from uh, the Spider-Man. From Spider-Man? Yes. He has that oh shucks. And I, I can see him doing it. And he seems like he's pretty good with comedy because there's, there's a lot of comedy in Spider-Man. But I would almost want to just, since everybody knows what Marty McFly looks like. It looks like Michael J. Fox in 1985. I still would really try to find a maybe like you said a, a Tom Holland esque type actor. He has the he has the look. Um, he almost has a very similar voice. He could his voice he does that cracking thing like Michael J. Fox does, where it kind of cracks, so it makes him sound more like a teenager. But um, I don't know. I mean, I would have to not so much disagree. I just I wouldn't cast him. I would want somebody maybe that's kind of like Tom Holland, but. A, uh, a no name that um, 
nobody knows. And I'm not going to lie, feed the ego a little bit. Then I could say, yeah, I discovered that kid. I do. <laughs> I made you a star. I do agree with you that I've, I'm as a I'm always a fan of the unknowns because I don't feel like we get enough of that in Hollywood. Now, do you want to know who I had in mind for Doc Brown? And I'll explain it to who first you want somebody who can be funny, but has that presence, but at the same time can be serious. I saw someone throw this out there and I didn't agree with it. Um, they were talking about Jim Carrey. I don't agree with that who I would pick. And this is not for any other reason, because I'm a big view, big believer in the right actor for the right role. I'd go with a uh, Chris Rock. Wow, I kind of like that casting. It kind of goes against my, you know, new face casting, but I, I could see that. Because keep in mind, that's somebody who can do... But he has to... That's uh -huh. somebody who can do drama and comedy and do it back and forth. But the thing with Chris Rock is he can do drama and very well. But he, it, it seems like with the comedy, it's he's always Chris Rock. And that, and what I don't want to see is like, you know, Marty, we got to get that car up to eighty-eight miles an hour to get you back into the future. I don't want to so, see that. But that's that's a director, you, you know. You, you... I don't want to. I don't want to hear like. I don't want to feel like I got, um, uh, uh, whatever animal he was in Madagascar. He was the zebra, I think. Right. You but... know? <laughs> but that's a director. I, I like him in a movie called The Remake of the Longest Yard. And in that, he's kind of a little more deadpan. So I feel like that's the director going, okay, hey, hey, we, we know you're, you're a funny guy. I need you to kind of bring it down some. And him as an actor, I can see him going, okay, okay. And then you kind of get until he gets that to gets that feel down. Because here, here, no, but here's the thing. The reason that Doc Brown and Marty McFly work is because it's a classic comedy duo. You have the wild guy and the straight guy. And even though Marty McFly is the star of the movie, he's the straight guy. And Doc Brown is the wild guy. And you, by necessity, have to have Chris Rock being wild. So I don't know if that really works. That's the, that's the only place where I would push against you and be like, he he has to match his match Christopher Lloyd's energy. That's why somebody said, you know, Jim Carrey, because we've seen him do it in the past. But you need somebody to match that energy and put their own spin. Like, you know what would be cool if you were still alive? Like, um, oh, my God, what's his name? Uh, they did a movie. On, Jim Carrey actually played him uh, in a doc, uh, biopic movie, uh, yep. Man on the Moon. He was a stand-up comedian that, that would wrestle women in the 70s and early. He was on Taxi. Oh, my God. I can't believe I forgot his name. But yeah. him, he, if he were still alive, I think he would be a great Doc Brown because we saw him play all these but wild it, um, characters. I mean, Something if we like were that. doing it, it, you wouldn't recast if these actors were doing this movie 10, 15, 20 years. Well, 20 years ago. I just feel like the Doc Brown would have to be an established actor no matter who played marty mcfly no no that's fine but remember if we're the reason the dynamic works is you do have like a wilder character and then you have a straight character like yes. lethal weapon lethal weapon works because mel gibson was the wild character and danny glover was a straight guy that's the dynamic of back to the future so no matter who we cast as marty mcfly doc brown by necessity has now, to be wild or you change that dynamic or you make Doc Brown more of a traditional scientist, then you can make Marty McFly not necessarily like, you know, mm -hmm. great Scott, you know, you're not going to do that. Then I guess maybe you can make him more of a, of a punk of a teenager. Mm -hmm. You know, that's how we maybe start, slowly start changing it. You make him a Marty now, McFly with an tell edge. You that you wouldn't do. And the reason why is because when the, in research for the show, they originally had a different actor play that role of Marty McFly. I, I don't remember who the actor was. People can mm -hmm. Google it. And it was um, the guy that was the son of the fly. I forgot the name of the uh, Eric something. 
Eric, Eric, Eric. He's a redhead. He's a redhead, but I guess. Urban Legend has uh, debates on how much of the film was made because according to Chris, Christopher Lloyd, they made a lot more of the film than they said they did. But they said he played it very straight. He played it super serious, like he like it like not a comedy, but like a drama almost. And that they were like, no, this is just not working. The the team behind the creative team. Yeah, I, I and you can look that up on 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 YouTube and and find it for yourselves. And uh, yeah, it's because that Eric Stoltz, I think, is the name of the of the actor, and um, he looks a little older. Not too older. He still kind of could pass for a teenager, but he looked older. Um, and yeah, he's he was he's common. He's always been a dramatic actor, so he played it more serious, and that's why they went with Michael J. Fox coming off of uh, Family Ties in the '80s. You know, it was a hit, you know, sitcom. So um, yeah, Eric Stoltz yeah. just it, it just looks dry. You see a lot of the familiar scenes that you've seen before, and it yeah. is it's just dry. Like even if they would have tried to go on that route, it it just wouldn't yeah, work. Yeah, Robert Zemeckis didn't Why? like him, and they just felt it wasn't working. But now the next iconic item in it: what car would you use? Do we go? Do we really like do something stupid? Do, do we really do something stupid and go with like a a a, a smart car? You know, <laughs> you know, like something so that ridiculous or a Tesla? I think he, yes, the Tesla. I think the Tesla, the Tesla, because here's again, if we're riding it, you would go back, you would leave today in 2023. I would say place at 2025, and you you're going back to 1985. Remember, there's some iconic lines and things that happen in the movie, and you're wanting to duplicate those because that's what you look for in a remake. If you're familiar with the original, you're waiting with for those moments to see how they do it. So a Tesla would stand out in 19. 19- 85. So I think that's a brilliant car. So 85 will be the new 1954, yes. whatever it was, 56. So um, I kind of like that. Wow, that makes oh, me well. so old. We're going, going to go back because, two times because in 1985. You're, you're lo- duplicating those scenes, and for new viewers, they're like, I don't know what they're referencing. So it's fresh and for the audience of the time, they're going. you're revisiting that. So you're sending them from today or from the year 2025, which isn't that far away, to 1985. And you it sets up so many things like him going, yeah, I remember watching the streaming. One thing you can do is um, the music. I mean, the music in 1985, all that pop music that was popular. And if we go with like established artists, Michael Jackson, Madonna, Prince, those three right there, wow. You know, so he so when he does the song, though, he's not going to do a song. Remember Chuck Berry, Johnny, Johnny B. Good. Yeah, that was the cuteness. Yeah, that was the cuteness of it. Where it's like and it's that's the one scene you're like, come on now. I was like, hey, Chuck, it's your cousin, Marvin Berry. (laughs) Um, So how uh, you I've given this thought. I know how I'd go about it. You want to hear how I go about it? What, What in 1985? it's alluded that he gave he's the one that gave birth to rock and roll marty mcfly right what genre of music does he give birth to in 1985 there were some i've I've given it thought you got two different ones that you could do that would be that the line because he's got this great line he goes you you got not you get wasn't it was too soon for you guys but your kids will love it you either do one Uh grunge Teens, smells like teen spirit. Okay. Or you do rock rap, which would be rebellious at the time because it hadn't broken. No, no, you can't do rock rap because um, you have, I think it was like maybe a year to two years after. No, no, but the true rock rap, it would be Aerosmith alongside with Run DMC. And that happens after that. That's like late 80s. You know, walk this way where they kind of do walk this way. So grunge is still that's six year six years away. So so we gotta put him in Seattle? No. He has to be in Seattle. No, it doesn't matter where he is. Remember, he's in the eighties. We don't know where Mar Martibic flew. No, 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 but remember, the thing about grunge was it came from Seattle. 
the city of Seattle is what birthed that style of music, which was a a, a, a mixture of punk and metal and so rock. So who would the guy be and, calling? Hey, listen to this. I guess you could be cheesy and say Kurt Cobain. Or but first we would have to... Yeah, Kurt Cobain's Kurt there visiting his, his cousin or something as a kid. Yeah. I kind of like that, man. Yeah, exactly. We got it. Or, or we do more some instead of like the call. You have yeah. a kid that kind of looks like because Cobain, but with remember, and uh, hell, let's do this. Let's do this. We'll we'll we'll, we'll put it in Florida, nineteen eighty five Florida. So that will explain why Kurt Cobain yeah, was in his family. Like vacation. they went by to visit a cousin or something. He's like, I kind of I kind of like that man. Exactly. So you have him play. The, it smells like Teen Spirit. Here's what you do. Mm-hmm. Just it's a little detail. This is a geeky detail on my behalf. Kurt Cobain was left-handed. Okay. So whoever plays Marty McFly has to play the guitar left-handed. So that's gonna catch Kurt Cobain's. He's like, wait a minute, mm-hmm. guy's left-handed like I am, and, and kind of sounds like me. And I this and I really like this song. You know, something he doesn't say that out loud. That was more of a facial acting. Yeah, the- but yeah. He had he plays he plays a similar good a beat up guitar left handed because Kurt Cobain was left. And I got the scene. The kids just sitting there kind of jamming to it. And mind you, this is eighty five, so you're either you have rap music's around and you have rock, and I think you might have metal coming on the scene. But well, here's the deal. Remember, in, in eighty five, in pop music, you know you had Michael Jackson, Duran Duran, Prince. Um, uh, you had so many mm-hmm. one-hit wonders, Flock of Seagulls, yada, 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 Cindy Lauper. Um, the sheer fact that he's playing, you know, just that opening riff, dun, 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 then, dun, 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 Then the screaming. Dun, dun, dun. It's going to stand out. It's going to stand out. So you don't have, yeah. So, yeah, because if, if anything, we, we want, it, want it to stand mm-hmm. out more. So you want to play all of that synth pop that was popular from mm-hmm. the 80s. Aha! Rick Astley, never going to give you up. All of that crap. You want to play all of that. So when he starts off, when he turn, tunes the guitar down and, and, and turns up the distortion on his amplifier, dun, 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 and that way you, you kind of can still recreate the scene of him you know, blowing himself away with yeah. the guitar amp before he goes back in time to the 50s. So uh, I think that's brilliant, RL. Pat yourself on the back. And and then have have a kid sitting there and the parent comes on going, I don't want you to listen to that. Come on, Kurt. And just the kid walks away like, I kind of dig it. There you, uh, there you go. There you yeah, kind of yeah. grabs him by the hand there. But I, we gotta, see, I don't think Kurt would have been a kid in 85. Because Nirvana started in like 87, 88. So he'd be a teenager. Nirvana was in the 90s. He came out in the 90s, but they were playing before then. It, or he was already in bands. So I think he yeah, would have been a teen. Mi- he minimum, he would have been a teenager. So you can't do the hold them by the hand, but it could be more of a like slapping them in the back of the head type of deal. The parent come along grabbing his arm going, could you come on? We exactly. Or, or, or no. Like that. Or the you slap say- in the back of the head. The whoosh. And that way you could you 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 yeah. have um, that's almost a callback to the McFly. Hello, McFly. You know, yeah. so you could psh, slap him in the back of the head and, the, and like and come then on, let the whole go. thing. And think about it, it's eighty five. You got too soon for you guys. Your kids will love exactly. it. Exactly. Think about ninety five. So you set it's 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 a payoff that if you know music it, it, it yeah works and great. and Kurt where we definitely will put him in a punk t shirt. I don't know what band we'd have to find out what, what were his favorite oh, bands oh, oh, because that would be that Sid would, Vicious was with? The, uh, the Sex Pistols I don't know if he was a Sex Pistols fan but you put him in a punk t-shirt because that would have been so a, such a punk thing to do number one and number two compared to all the glitzy glamorous stuff that was happening then to be wearing some teenager in a punk t-shirt that's kind of being very um rebellious rebellious and that's what you want yeah so because okay we got the song we got kurt cobain filling in for chuck berry (laughs) um he's uh the new marty mcfly will be left-handed so it motivates kurt to pick up the guitar yeah or to start or to at least try to recreate that riff um the the other thing about these films the the thing about the back to the future is lighthearted, so you've got to play into that because 
it's easy to get, get into trying to make it serious and heavy and i feel like that's not what the movie is you you can't take that no and, and you and and that's something that we don't have nowadays you don't have a light-hearted fare because yeah. even stuff that's comedic tries to be deep or profound and it's like man no it's just comedy one of the few people that still makes just like comedy you know at his style and it's just comedy to be comedy he's not trying to send a message is adam sandler with the stuff he's done on netflix yeah and i thought but um i thought about adam sandler's doc brown but i don't buy him as a i've seen him play serious and i i don't i don't feel like it works uh, he do, I don't take him serious. And Doc Brown, though he was serious, comedic, and for Star Trek fans, he was the 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 prototype Klingon. For those who may not know it, he was still very. He had that range, like the line, and this is a line that really kind of, and the third one that really spoke to me. And I got a funny story about the third Back to the Future, but he has a line. He goes. The future is whatever you make it, so make it a good one. And that's the, oh wow, that's okay. in the final act of the final scene of Back to the Future Three. And why it's significant is I was working in cinemas when that movie came out, and the Back to the Future Three it was dollar theater. For those who may not know what a dollar theater is, you paid a dollar and you got to see movies before VHS and stuff hit the market. That was the first movie I ever built up was Back to the Future 3, the Western. And I went in the next day to watch it, and every just about every reel was off because it was on the film. And so I almost slid in the th seat, down in the seat, expecting the projectionist to come in and point at me going, it's his fault. He didn't. He was a class act. But okay. overall, Back to the Future, you that line, ha that line is about giving hope. To me, it's about giving hope and being serious. And whoever plays Doc Brown has to deliver that. And I don't feel like Adam Sand Sandler. I feel like you've just kind of grown. Like, oh, uh, you still want you still want to stick with Chris Rock? Chris Rock or somebody of that caliber who it, it doesn't have to be him, but an, a film somebody who can be funny but can be serious and make you kind of reach in your soul with that line. You know, Christopher Lloyd has it, and you're just like. That is so deep. Even you thought it was deep, and the movie's been out for decades. Mm -hmm. So, so what else you got? What other ideas you got to put this movie um, together? I feel like you kind of. I mean, how? Who do you put as love interest? What other adventures is he? Probably well, remember, had? it's a girlfriend. It's a girlfriend. So, well, technically, I guess his mom is his love interest, which was Leah yeah. Thompson. One of. Um. Because she she's the one the whole time pursuing him, uh, Calvin. Cal, how do we do that? The whole Calvin thing because she kept calling him Calvin because of Calvin. I don't know if underwear. you can do that one, but um, um, Eddie Bauer, maybe Eddie yeah. Bauer. He's wearing an Eddie Bauer jacket. Eddie Bauer. He's wearing Eddie Bauer underwear. Do I don't know. Sure but uh, the other the other Eddie, problem. Eddie. I think that works. I think that since works. Since we're doing yeah. a remake, yeah. one of my coworkers I was talking to him about it. He's a Back to the Future fan. He thinks you should do a sequel. Like with the the, the the sons, and I'm like, oh no, because that's one. Where do you go with it? But if you're going to remake the film, I think you maybe don't do it at a high school dance. I feel like a concert might be better. You know what I mean? Because I agree. You, I agree. I agree. I think a concert would be better. And, but here's what we do: we put it in some sort of outdoor concert, not necessarily like a big concert, like a most like a local thing. You know what I'm saying? Like you would see in a small town, you, you, like in a pavilion, because that's more realistic where he's getting chased by the bad guys and he gets in there and he starts playing because for him to do that in some sort of arena, even in 1985, is a little unrealistic, passing security and all that stuff. So it had to be some sort of outdoor venue that somehow he could sneak his way into while you, he's running away from you, the You uh, threw it out there, so... We'd have to do a little research. Did the theme parks do like grad night in the eighties? Because I think they did. I think they did, and that could work. Ooh, that could work. <laughs> yeah, a little on the nose, you know, but you, like a shoot it at Universal. You could have them yeah. at Universal Studios. It'd be cheap for them. They own the darn places. No, it would. It, it would only be. It would have to be Disney. They were the only ones probably doing it at that time that I know of. You ain't gonna get Disney. 
Yeah, that I know of. Nope. Nineteen eighty five Universal didn't exist. Okay. Squash that. But well you threw out Florida. Damn, I'm like a human encyclopedia and all this all this worthless information. Actually actually there was a universal <laughs> there was a universal in California. Universal Studios Hollywood. So if you want Kurt Cobain at the theme yeah, park. Yeah. Yep. It was built. No, but I think could, having it in Florida it. works. Because we're talking about nineteen eighty five Florida. So it's gonna be like people in cut off jeans with like socks. And, I got one yeah. for you. Since you're doing the research, was MTV in Florida at the time? The the MTV at the beach? I think, those kind I of mean, events? I, the, the spring break stuff? It's possible. Yep. You could have them at spring break. I, oh, I think that works. Yeah. Because the band shell, I can tell you, having been to Florida in this part, Daytona Beach had the band shell. They were doing concerts from time to time. So you throw oh, Okay, Kurt was that band the shell there? I thought that was like a recent thing. Yes. No, no, no. That band shell was built in the 60s, 70s. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure. Okay, so yeah, that could work. That band shell could totally work. In Daytona Beach, um, spring break. We would have to stretch the truth because I don't. I think they were in Lauderdale at that time. They didn't get to Daytona. But it could be a local until, thing. Um, late 80s. It, but it could, yeah, yeah, no, exactly. His no, parents no, yeah. met. At... But it has to be like some sort of band shell. And it wouldn't be it wouldn't take much to make that band show look like 1985. Uh, all right, so we got we'll, we'll go with Chris Rock and an unknown. Um, the Biff character, the bully. Do we go with somebody big? Do we go with somebody because he was big but kind of goofy? Do we go with somebody a little more dastardly? Who do you have in mind? Even though it's a comedy, but you know somebody a little more meaner. I don't know about actor, like I said, but I, I'm thinking more of, of for what the we do with the character. Answer to the banjo was built in 1937, um, so it could be a local event that he went to, and that his there you go, his parents meet on vacation at the banjo. Oh wow! Oh you yeah, know? it could totally and yes in in Daytona. Okay, that totally works. Biff, 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 maybe. Hmm. So yeah, how do we what what do we do with Biff? 1985 Biff. Biff was a bully, but we let's make him a football player. Oh, I got it. So we can I got make him it. a lunkhead. Gotcha. We, we'll make him like he looks. He'll Here be like one of the jocks from They're, Revenge of the Nerds. Marty's, that's Marty's on that same time parents will even dress the same. The, the parents met on spring break. His dad or mom, whichever one you want to pick, their families because this was a thing in the fifties and sixties and stuff. Their families would get together, multiple families, and go to the same place. So Biff's family, maybe Biff's his his dad's um, cousin, and they all went to spring break, and that's where he met his mom at the band show during some kind of concert. Okay. Okay. And that's why Marty Marty is performing at the clamshell, and we still get the same him slowly disappearing, and then his dad goes and punches. You know, yeah, we, we could still recreate and that scene. He goes, yeah, my dad never stood up to his cousin once, and he goes, really? Because remember the line is he never stood up to Biff, but why would he let Biff keep bullying him around? Oh, but I like I like how you made him his cousin. I think that's yeah, that that even works and he better. Goes, cousin, and he goes, yeah. I you know, and they met the mom at the band show. Um, I, I don't know how we get through the tra tracking her down unless maybe she was because it's like they met at a concert. That's where they kissed. There you go. Maybe. Oh, do we want to have dad? Maybe he's a vendor at the concert because why would she? How did the dad? The cut. Yeah. The, yeah. 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 We'll make him a vendor. There you go. The family business. The family. Whatever. Selling selling soft drink products in cups. Remember? Remember? Okay. Cups with the logos on the cups. The paper cups. You know what I'm talking about? No. <laughs> if it was Pepsi or Coke. Oh yeah. Okay, remember you? If it, it oh, was Pepsi or Coke, they go there for the, the, Pepsi, the local... Pepsi challenge. Yeah. Okay. Oh, there we go. Yeah. We could even find out when Pepsi Clear was released, and we could just put that whole tie-in in there. Um. All right, so that works. I'm like, I'm liking how this movie's coming so together. We're going to that. There. So the Tesla is on the beach and it has to go 88 miles an hour to get back to the future. That would be a cool scene. It's racing down the beach trying to get struck by lightning. 
See, that's that's one of the things I was like. We could we still have to rig something from one of the hotels. Some sort of antenna that it has to. Okay. Still has the little hook on top of it and everything. So we don't have the clock you know tower, what? but we'll Maybe use the hotel. We don't tie it to the. I just think we got to use the beach to for him to have to drive eighty-eight miles an hour. We'll make for it. Yeah. Man, the cinematography is going to be phenomenal, with what we have in modern day technology with drones. Oh my God, my. Oh hard. Jesus! Remember, this is a PG thirteen show. <laughs> Keep going, and we'll be into the rated R, darn it. <laughs> so we, so we, we're on the beach. We don't have to center the whole thing around the the band shell gimmick. Um. No, but the, no, but we can. Well, no, 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 no. I'm talking about the town, the town square. He knew that the lightning struck the town square. That's why. Yeah, he the one thing we could do is everything happened in that town. We don't have to do that. No, it could just happen all through Central Florida. It, we could have scenes in Bush Gardens. Actually, I got and then scenes in in. Oh, I don't know if I, I don't know if Church Street stations. Actually, I I have an idea Orlando, for you. But if it did, I have an idea for you. There's a road uh -huh. called, it was called Volusia in Daytona. In Daytona, it runs all the way to the, through the county to an area called DeLand. Okay. It's almost a straightaway. It was even more of a straightaway. So it went past the, it went past the but speedway. No, but, why, but why, 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 why not use the beach? Think about it. And that's where the, the the stock car races from Daytona Beach started was on the beach. Yeah, good point. It has a history there. I'm just trying to think of it's literally the history of Daytona Beach. So oh. no, and all jokes aside, you know, with the with the with the P, um, I just thought you of know the amount of angles we could get with drone shots oh, from yeah. the water, from one side of the beach to the other side of the beach, overhead, dude. But I just, no, you use the beach. I just solved the problem too, because uh -huh. the parents hooked up, and part of it they knew the reason mom knew it was Dustin is because it was the most beautiful thunderstorm that night on the beach. No, let's make it scary. Let's not make it beautiful. Okay, because most... I don't I don't see a woman saying that. Okay, so the most she knew. So what what may or or it was. We could use this. It was magical because when we kiss, the sky lit up with lightning or something. There's that, and that does happen in Florida. Yes. So they parts of Georgia. So the so he knows that there's lightning there, but how does Doc Brown end up in Daytona as well? Because remember, Doc Brown lived in the town. How does Marty find Doc Brown? Well, remember wherever they start, because remember. Marty worked for for Doc. So instead of him having like that camcorder, he would have like a DSL camera. Oh, I just thought of something. Okay. I just thought of something. And um, he was filming Doc Brown's thing, and that's when the terrorists came, yada, yada, yada. So, so you still kind of could do that. But um, he the adventures, instead of partaking in the town... It will just happen through Florida. We could even do scenes in Miami. I just actually, you know? I had a thought too. Where it's like basing it around a vacation. Yes, but works. It could be like a Florida vacation, right? But where visiting family in the different cities of, you know, in different parts of Florida. But wherever you put him, because he's going from modern age to 1985, he's going to record on the phone or he's going to record on whatever device. He makes a copy of it on tape and has it. Because you have Federal Express, he has it delivered to Doc Brown. You lost me. Why do you get the the problem you have is if the, you're not centralized in the one member, everything was in Twin Pines, wherever the main the original movie took place in that one area. Uh huh. So he may know Doc Brown there, but he comes back and he ends up in like we said, he's he's either Doc Brown lives in Florida or he lives in they all live in Florida. How do you get? No, then Doc Brown would have to live in Florida. But that means Marty. He would have to just. Marty's family would live in Florida as well. No, Marty's family. Maybe he's. 
Marty's family. Remember, because we want we want that traveling thing. We want car rides. We want interstate shots. So. But what I was saying. They're from some other. They're from somewhere else, and they're visiting family in Florida. They're kind of rednecky. So. Family. So we could we could even put these people in California. We could say they're in, they're from L.A. They're visiting, you know, mom. Well, let's say Marty, Marty's mom is. From so Florida. then, when they come back to Florida, he's. And Marty's dad is is the is the Angelino. And... That's why once they get married, they he you know typical wife goes where the husband goes. So they come back to visit and the they mom. Go, they move to Los Angeles. Yeah. So. Um, While they're in town for vacation, they uh, Marty is. They're in town for vacation. So, like you said. Um, okay, Marty's dad problem. could be there for Marty's dad could be in Daytona, right? We'll see. He's still in Daytona for the summer. It's a summer job, all right? Because it has the the culmination has to be in Daytona, so um, it culminates in in Daytona. So Doc Brown lives in Daytona. So, Maybe they're there for business yeah. that the fam yeah. or the family owns. And Daytona, you know the you know you know. You've been through the area. There's a lot of weird, swampy surroundings around Daytona. So you know how you have that one scene where they're kind of like in that shack. Mm -hmm. It'll be just be a Florida version so, of that. Yeah, all that works. If da Dad come, they they come back to visit Marty's family. Maybe Biff still lives in Daytona. He kind of p bullies Dad around and everything. Yeah, yeah, Biff. Uh, you know, Biff's always as an adult trying to get his dad. To... I remember everybody. Everybody's in Daytona for the big meetup. Right. But... So, you know, Biff could be from somewhere else. He's family, so that means they they gather around a couple of times a year. He could be down the road in Orlando. He could be all the way. They could be actually. From I the like East. that. That's they're they're there yeah. visiting her family. So they they're going to be in town for more Correct. for the summer. So in turn, he's going to meet Doc. He. You know, every time they come to town, he goes and visits his friend Doc Brown, so that gives you why the Tesla was there in the first place. For you want to you want to make it patriotic Fourth of July weekend. Sure, that works. Hot dogs and maybe and maybe her. There you go. That 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 will be better for family vacation, and you we could kind of get away from spring. Well, actually. Actually, what I was gonna right. say, what if her family we, owns a little business on the beach? Oh, like like one. Yeah, of her shops. family owns a shop, so every summer they come to visit grandma and grandpa. In dirt, it was one summer where Marty's dad was in town with his cousin Biff. They were at the concert, and that and that's where they, you know, they were having a good time. Maybe the store. There you go. You could even have maybe their shop gets hit with lightning or some. It, that's not important. But that way, so the way we get the way we get the lightning is they. It's a thunderstorm during the Fourth of July. They, yeah, which is totally feasible. Mm. Um, what Doc will almost do is use like a farm, farmer's almanac to roughly trace when like those big lightning storms hit Daytona specifically because mm -hmm. of it being over water. And he's and he kind of calculates, you know, with mm -hmm. protractors and real, you know, um, primitive technology. Mind you, he... Okay, Marty, exactly at this time, the lightning will roughly hit between this little area. Mm -hmm. So you will have to be at 80. And that's how we do it. We don't know exactly where it's and unlike the original where it's going to hit the clock tower. Um, we don't know exactly where this is going to hit. So you have to be at 88 miles an hour and you have to re roughly at this spot of the beach got it too and within that he has to weave in he goes you know, so weave in and out of he's like doc so well oh, i like how this doc movie, so what like happens movies coming together if 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 it if i it doesn't hit the lightning rod he goes and just hits the car and he goes well it's a tesla it may blow up i don't know anything about this technology <laughs> Yes, 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 exactly. Exactly. I don't know how these things are built. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> remember, it's got, it it's got to hit the flux capacitor. <laughs> oh, well. But yeah, he's going 88 miles an hour. You weren't, I think you could still drive on the beach back then. And you can, you, you know, you maybe, 
like the car would always kind of run out of juice so doc even has to build up a new charger for it he goes the, the electric motors run on on electricity but the the 1.21 gigawatts there's nothing in maybe in 2015 you, or 2025 you have that technology and he goes no we don't <laughs> here in 1985 <laughs> so, but, uh, i love it i love it this is this this came together a lot better than what i thought it yeah. did okay so um but he's just racing down the beach he 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 has an idea approximately because his mom said lightning struck right in front of the her her dad's shop well it's roughly know. around the clamshell yeah. The shop has to be near the the, the yeah. You got the board, I think the boardwalk's nearby. So yeah. And the uh... all right. So we got the car. We got we got the music. We got Kurt Cobain as Chuck Berry. Biff is now a cousin. What what else? What else is missing? I think the only. I mean, the only thing is like maybe maybe his dad is a um. His dad's in town for whatever. His dad is his dad's dad. Maybe is somebody coming out there to serve to sell them supplies or try to sell stuff to the beach. You know, he's like a traveling salesman or something. He's there for that big event. The so yeah, you pretty much got everything. The only, I mean, the means that you would make is it's not a, it's not a copy and paste, which is kind of good of the original one. It's a different, different thing. Um. And then he arrives in 2025. He's on the beach, and so right away he gets arrested by the the police because you're not allowed to drive on the beach. And Doc Brown's there. Okay. I don't even. I think we end it with Marty. You must come with me. Your kids. We end it the same way. Where are we going, Doc? Into the future. <laughs> Do we end it the same way? We go way? to 2050. <laughs> Why are we going to 2050? Did I become like an <laughs> asshole or something? I think a couple of things you should probably get rid of is like the whole needles thing with him racing and everything like that. Um, one problem that a lot of people have is, okay, he gets back to the future, but he returns and it's an alternate 2025. Do we, oh, that was it. Do we have Doc with the plutonium and the terrorist or do we kind of, kind of, you know, dump that side story. No, because Doc has to get shot. So let's do this. The U.S. government shoots Doc because he used it. This was supposed to be something he was doing for the, the CIA. Shoots him, and he went. He went into business for himself. And yeah, the black hand, the CIA, mm. whatever. That's one of those. I think. And that will make it even more ironic because it's going to be Fourth yeah, of July weekend. That, you... that fits more than okay. terrorists. And is yes. he make it more of a make it a more inside? And where? Oh, job. this is one of those where it's, it's like you may get it to work. You may not. They may be game instead of him t testing it at the um, testing the time machine at the. Um, in front of a mall, he's at the racetrack. So when he arrives in 1985, the the, the security guards are like, "What the hell? Why are you here?" You know, and he takes off running in the from the racetrack. You mean the the Tesla lands inside the Daytona Speedway? The the racetrack and the security guard thinks it's a UFO. <laughs> oh, I love it. Let, let, let's put it at nighttime. So you know that flash yeah. and it's just spinning around the what the hell the, the is racetrack. That? Yeah. Security guards are freaking out. Okay, okay. How do we do the, the scene where he he visits his dad, makes him think he's an alien? You can almost... Do, do we still make him like a sci-fi guy? Like that? See, that scene worked so beautifully. How do we... Because by 1985, we've had Star Wars and... Um, uh... uh Raiders of the Lost. Actually, had, you know, it still works because you just put it, make the, instead of getting him the yellow suit that he's going to know, you put him uh -huh. in a, um, you put him in a, a, like a gray outfit. So we put him in some Beats by Dre headphones, Bluetooth. Because yeah. remember, he used the, the Walkman. Yeah. And you can't use the I'm, 
I'm from the planet Vulcan. So that that line might go out the window because remember he's like I'm Darth Vader from the planet Vulcan or some shit like that. Yeah. So that's got to go out the window, and I'm just trying to think of anything today that. But yeah, give him a environmental costume that no, looks no, no. You know, you know, like the you know, grays. You know what we do? Some no, somehow no. What do we have today? Tons of LED technology. Yes. And LED technology and sunglasses and bracelets, all kinds of stupid crap. And it's he puts a virtual reality shape. helmet on him. Yes. Yes. And he's yes. so he's just Some, talking. Marty pretty much had like his little backpack, and in the backpack mm -hmm. he had. You know, his camcorder, and he had that little orange vest. I don't know why the hell he wore that. It looks mm. stupid. But, you know, uh, a hat. So, in that backpack, yes, he can have, like, the virtual reality glasses. So, he kind of, like, wakes them up, has the beats by, and, and then he just plays off of his cell phone, like, loud music. You know, and we'll, we'll, we'll be some trap music. Well, some trap you know? music with weird images on, in front of his eyes. So. Yes, exactly. And if we could get the right now, there's a song in you know in, 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 mm -hmm. in May of twenty twenty three. I gotta think about it twice. What year we're in? Mm -hmm. um, there's a there's a rapper, and um, he has a song called "I Want to Rock." Little Uzi Vert. Okay. And it's real catchy, but it, he doesn't really say much. It's more of like a vibe, and it's like. I want to rock. Uh, uh, uh. It's kind of like a lot of grunting and stuff. And it has like this Halloween psycho type. <laughs> I mean, psycho, the movie type soundtrack sound to it. But it has that trap beat behind it. That would be perfect because that would make Marty McFry's dad crap himself. <laughs> and then you put like crazy images, you know, I want to rock, 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 rock. You know, or maybe we can even play the video of Ludi, little Uzi Vert because he has... Like face tattoos and like a nose ring with blonde dreads. So I just think just playing the video for I Want to Rock. And then we just have another song in the soundtrack. Here's the, um, What do I call it? Would make Marty McFly's dad lose his Here's the thing. Shit. When you put on a home version of the virtual reality helmets, they have cameras. So everything around you is static -y anyhow. So you're getting this uh -huh. hyper reality world. But I had another joke that we could work in there too. He goes into like the local mall. He wants a drink, and he's like, um, um, "Can I get a Star? What the hell is a Starbucks? Remember, it's 1985. Starbucks wouldn't have been to Daytona. Yes, <laughs> yes. That's where we get the tab. That's where we get the tab joke. Yeah, can I get a tab? You got to order something, son. Sorry. How about a Pepsi free? You got to pay for it. Yes, 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 yes. All right, but it was like three jokes. So okay, you got Starbucks. What? I don't, what I don't you know. You don't have to do. Oh, we'll work on. You that. don't have to do. All we'll work three on that later. <laughs> you just, but yeah. No, but that's what made it funny, though. That's what made it funny. He's like, how about a coffee? How about a coffee? <laughs> Can I get a coffee? What kind? You know, do you, or there you go. Do you have a uh, espresso? Express what? <laughs> what the hell are you talking about, kid? What about America? Oh, there we go. He starts ordering. Uh, uh, he starts ordering his his favorite Starbucks. I'll have a venti macchiato. Trinity, Trinity, so, yeah. You know, one of those ridiculous, what the, what the stupid, overblown, uh, yeah, uh, order from Starbucks, yeah. and then they just look at him like he's. From yeah. Mars. There we go. So, do there you we have go. A, a grande? What? This isn't Mexico. Like grande, <laughs> yes, exactly. Whoa. Boy, what's wrong with you? Oh, yeah. This would be fun. Yeah, it's got to be like a southern guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, this movie's right yeah. itself. So the, there's a, Is there anything that we've missed? Just the only part that it, the... I can't really think of anything. Because the, the music, he's... We've said it on the band, on the beach. Um... And the thing of it is, it doesn't even have to necessarily, it can be a made-up town, it doesn't have to be Daytona Beach, but ever, people know what Daytona Beach is. No, but we're going to film on Daytona oh, Beach. Oh, they'd love that. <laughs> but... They would love but, that. yeah, they're... I mean, and what? you know what? You know what, Arnold? We probably wouldn't even have to dress those people. They probably still dress like they did back in 1985. That is a strong possibility, sir. But yeah, you... <laughs> you <laughs> So we see see how I save money yeah. on the production. You can you, thank me you, later. You go through the whole thing. Yes, it flying. My thing is the image of it flying down the beach with lightning and everything on the ocean would be amazing. Um, the owner of Tesla, I he's 
egotistical enough, I think he would give you the damn car and be like, absolutely. You know, Universal would be like, well, we got a new ride. Uh, nothing else in this town square works with damn it. But um, there you go. No one paid attention. Yeah, we definitely got to make it red. So it just looks oh, wow. shiny, I was always more, you know, it I actually like the, the idea of it being white simply because it looks more like a UFO. Remember, it comes out, they think a, the security guard is going to think a UFO will crash in the speedway. They're calling the police and everything. <laughs> You know something? No, I think you're right because then with the flashes, and you know, because people sh- always put comes in with the flash. Yeah, it'll it'll look it'll, it, the the flash just melt, melt, blends in with the white. No, you're right. White works. White work, and, and this is what we do. What we have now, which they didn't have then, we're putting limo tint, so you can't. Right, see but I got something else for you. So put neon under it. Uh-huh. Because you know how some of these more popular cars have neon under it. So it's got neon under it, so it looks like it's glowing. Yeah. And Marty looks at Doc and he goes, what's that do for the time machine? He goes, nothing. It just looked fly. Just looks cool. Exactly. just looks cool. No, it no, does no, absolutely no, 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 nothing. No. It just looks fly. No, I think that works. And then... It just looks fly. And then it's got all the little <laughs> lights and everything. I mean, if you... Two different companies, which could almost to get for those of you who know it, the Night Rider little light in the front. You could even, you could possibly get away with that though. No, and eighty five Night Rider is still on TV, so nah, cancel that. But just the extra lights would make it look so different, and the different things already look almost like a little space pod and everything. But yeah, the virtual reality helmet, the crazy videos. I have to ask Lorraine out, or. Whatever, whatever. The gray aliens are going to melt my brain to butter. <laughs> Actually, oh, I just thought about that with the virtual reality. If the kid's genius, he can make it look like a gray alien from the the Close Encounter movies. Remember that he's putting a virtual reality helmet on yes. his dad, so he can look like anything else. The gray said they, they would they would take me to Roswell. <laughs> oh, I'm having too much fun at this. But, okay. I, 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 yes. I like where now Universal, I like we where do, we will take your standard rates for whatever you pay riders. You know. Hey guys, you you ain't got you ain't got nobody right right now. We got this movie almost done, so you know, come at us. <laughs> but um, yeah. So you pretty much got everything there. I mean, the the mother character or his girlfriend character. I know that. Huh? If you were to go with Tom Holland, him and Z- Zendaya, or, or Zendaya. Zendaya, I don't, I wouldn't like her as the mom. No, I was talking about the the girlfriend in because I just kinda... the girlfriend in modern times, at the beginning and the end of the film. Oh, make Zendaya the yeah, because the girlfriend you barely see. And they're a couple anyhow, so it doesn't even matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, it's important who you pick as his mom. But like I said, I would go unknowns and oh. so far we'll keep chris rock as doc brown but if something better pops up you guys can let <laughs> us know when you uh subscribe you know follow the show tell all your friends and and uh, on that rl yeah. i'm rl sutton i'm harvey and this is two dudes on the back lot we will talk to you soon with episode two where we talk about the challenges and some of the things that we we're not exactly fans of in remakes and sequels and everything. Until then, have a great night, everyone. Now, as our intrepid duo return to their lives as pizza delivery man and dollar theater usher, we must remember the lessons we learned today. Join us again, same backlot time, same backlot channel.